You want trades? I've got trades for you. I'm Chris Welsh, and welcome back to Fantasy Pros MLB. Memorial Day signals one of the important pillars in the days of fantasy baseball. Some people's attention starts to turn in other directions, like the football and other things. And the diligent owners really can take advantage of this time. So, advantage we will take. This video is brought to you by So Rare, where trading cards meet fantasy, but more on them later. Now, let's get to some trading. First up, who I'm targeting? Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher Mitch Keller. It's tough with these guys that are performing so well to buy. And listen, not all trades are about selling high and buying low as much as we want them to be. As many know, we all kind of have the same similar information. So what I'm all about here is liking everything that we're getting from Mitch Keller and not only believing most is sustainable, but that he isn't being valued in the tier where he's going to end up. In the month of May, Keller has a 2.36 ERA and a league best 2.42 Sierra. Spencer Strider, we all love him. He's the man, the myth, the legend. In the month of May, has the best K minus walk percentage at 32.9%. Probably no shocker. Well, guess where we're going. Mitch Keller, number two, 31.5%. It's like a little Spencer Strider light. There are for sure some things, though, that scream so high with Mitch Keller, and I'm not going to blame anybody that wants to get there. He's got some velo dip kind of across the board, which is sometimes kind of a worrisome sign, but his ability to command better, get first pitch strikes, which is way up, by the way, and put batters away makes me want to pay a little bit more to roster Keller for the rest of the year. Now, owners are going to be relatively excited out of what they've got, but like a lot of these situations, he's a pirate. Maybe they don't believe, especially knowing that this might, in their eyes, be a sell high. And ultimately, it may be a sell high. But we're making bets sometimes on players that we love the changes for. And like I said, I kind of think Mitch Keller isn't even living in the tier that he's going to finish in and the tier that we'll probably view him into next year. So trade from strength. Get yourself some Mitch Keller. Next up, how about a rookie that has barely played this year? Minnesota Twins. Royce Lewis. But Welsh, he just got back. Yeah, this actually might be one of the best buy times for Royce Lewis. Coming off of a solid rehab in AAA, he hit 333, four homers, two stolen bases in eight games. What I thought was great was right when he was eligible, Twins immediately activated Royce off the 60-day IL. They threw him right back into the lineup in the first game. He was playing third base and hitting fifth. I love all of these things. What did he do in that first game? How about a three-run shot, first homer in the bigs in 2023? This Twins team has turned out tons of their young guys throughout this year. And I think that actually might be something that's going to hold Royce's value back a little bit. Even putting him in the same camp as Edward Julian, Trevor Larnick. We saw what happened with Jose Miranda. He's going to be in that type of camp. But look at the trust they put on Alex Kirilov. Actually, those two kind of grew up in the minors together. They immediately threw him back in, wanting to get that back going. Royce, I don't think, is one of these turnstile prospects, and I'm very encouraged with how they treated him right off the bat. They want him and that bat in the lineup. Plus, he's versatile, playing third base. He can play shortstop. Carlos Correa has not been a pillar of health. He can go to second base, and he can even play in the outfield. All of these spots work really well. He's got a leg up on guys like Edward Julian, who defensively has been a disaster. And Royce's bat, much better play. Now, he's got the leg up as long as his leg can stay healthy. 
I try to get Royce thrown in in some type of like 2v2 type of trade. Get him now before he does start to change his perception of value. Rookies are always kind of high in value anyway, so you got to be careful. But look at where Matt McLean's going. I actually think that's very easy to be Royce Lewis, and I'm trying to buy. We're going back to the Twins. We're actually going back to our very first video. It's like... Minnesota Twins pitcher Pablo Lopez. Yes, he was like the first big targeted person we put at the end of the year. Total throwback. And guess what? It's actually pretty right. We've had some L's. We've had some W's in these videos, of course. But this was a definite L at the time. And look at us now. He's cooled off a little bit with his ERA sitting over four. In the month of May, it's sitting at 4.25. His walks also went up by around a walk per inning in May. During the same time, his strikeouts, though, have maintained, and he has a 50-point differential from his ERA to his Sierra positive direction. His Sierra is sitting at 3.86. On the strikeouts, Pablo has only one start all year where he's had under six strikeouts. That's crazy. Another weird stat, Pablo has had only one win each month of the year. Those wins have helped keep his 5x5 five five value, I think, down. But, you know, it's such a non-predictive stat as far as wins go. I'm not going to let that dictate any portion of his value, though people are going to stare at a 3-3 three and three record. Funny enough, he's actually got kind of like a post-hype sleeper feel on the trade market, and I would still be targeting him in some moves. We're buying back in. Pablo makes sense as like one of those not-sexy pitchers to target when you're moving some positional strength, be it from, let's say, like corner infield or outfield, I'm going to buy back in, hoping the wins are going to come back. We're going to get those walks come back down. And the strikeouts, just keep striking them out, baby. More trades are coming, but first, let's talk about So Rare. So Rare is the perfect balance of fantasy fun with lineups, but with cards that you collect and own. Not only can you hit the marketplace and buy exactly who you want, be it like a limited card or maybe a super rare one of one, you can also acquire cards by playing in contests. Over time, you'll see your team needs. I actually had this hole in my relief pitcher spot I've had for some time. And just this week, I got my card swap feature, something I really like, where they allow you to take one of your current cards and you can swap it out. You can pick the position, but you don't quite know who you're going to get. So you pick the position. I decided to take a Harrison Bader that I had won, traded in for a relief pitcher. This has not exactly worked for me in the past, but this week I got awesome options and was able to acquire a Jordan Romano that I can put out in my relief spot weekly. You can have a chance to battle it out against my Romano or Corbin Carroll and the rest of my lineup if you come and join the Leading Off League. Just go to fantasypros.com slash league and you can join today. You can play against me, Joe Pizapia, and the rest of the Leading Off listeners in all-star contests for limited cards. Plus, we've got select weeks where you can win an MLB.TV subscription. Join the growing community of so rare players today fantasypros.com slash leading off league. So rare. The next era is yours. Now, our final two trade options. Tampa Bay Rays first baseman, Yandy Diaz. I just love me some Yandy. Who doesn't? The baseball savant page is like opening a present. It's bright, it's shiny, and it has everything that you've ever wanted. I recently did a podcast talking about the usefulness of baseball savant pages. Regardless of your stance, and maybe what it tells you, this is one we just don't have to make it hard on ourselves. He's so good. Top percentiles across the board, across the entire land. 
maybe barreling might be the most important, which is something we discussed in the podcast. He's still in like the top 25 percentile in barreling in the league. He has more home runs than Freddie Freeman, more RBI than Paul Goldschmidt, more runs than Vlad, faster than a speeding bullet. Uh, it's a different person, but you know where I'm going with this. He also has the lowest K rate among any first baseman with 10 or more homers. He's just pretty good. I don't think it's silly. Maybe it's going to be silly as soon as I say it, but I don't think it's silly to say that you'd rather have Yandy than Matt Olson rest of season. Stats aren't that far off. And I think it's easy to say you'd rather have Yandy than Vinny Pasquantino. Yandy, I think, gets kind of lost in the fray, though, sometimes. But on one of the best offensive teams in the league, Owners aren't going to be like looking actively to move him, but I would set my scope on Yandi wherever I can. Final up here, Houston Astros pitcher Hunter Brown. Oh, how many of us slept on Hunter Brown in the AL Rookie of the Year race, me included. Ah, oh, man, I bought some shares. Who did I buy my shares of? Masataka Yoshida and Anthony Volpe. But Hunter Brown has just been nothing short of an ace for the Astros. Brown's ERA sits just above three on the year with an over 10K per nine and a little under three walk per nine. In May, he's got the sixth best Sierra in baseball at qualified Sierra at 3.06 as well. He's pushed his Ks over 11K per nine and the walks have come down to around two and a half per nine improvements. Fun fact. In six starts where he's reached at least five innings, he has wins in five of those six starts. If you want to start playing around with the numbers and keep up the rates, we might be looking at around a 15-win season for a rookie. If the innings are there, he may run away with this award race. And I liken this kind of back to the Keller conversation. You're not going to be getting him on the cheap or anything, but this might be about people who just don't see him being as good as he is or are seeing innings caps potentially hurting him at the end of the year. But guess what? The Astros, they're in it to win it, and so are we. So don't be afraid when you got to pay up a little bit for those players that we think can be sustainable through the rest of the year. And I think this might be one of them. Thanks for hanging out with me, friendos. Hopefully you enjoyed the video and it got your juices flowing for some of the trades in the trade market. It's a killer time to kick the tires on all these trades. So take advantage and own the trading market. If you dig Fantasy Pros or you want to find out more about all the fun stuff that we got going on, check out fantasypros.com premium for all the tools, the discord, and tons and tons more. I promise you. If you comment and subscribe on this video, you also have a chance to be entered in to win a premium account just by being cool and talking. Say something nice. There you go. You might get in. Uh, find me on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh, and I'll see you guys on Leading Off Monday through Friday right here on the Fantasy Pros MLB channel. Talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Baseball Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Pros MLB and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros MLB. 